Hey, everybody, welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where we tell the truth in a world full of lies. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura. I'm so glad you guys are joining in today. We are covering a hot topic, which I didn't really realize was a hot topic, but because of a Q&A I did on Instagram, turns out it is a hot topic, and that is tattoos. So we're going to be talking about the biblical foundation of tattoos and what it says and what God thinks about tattoos. And we're going to all relate it back to scripture. So I'm excited for it. If you haven't yet, make sure that you leave a review for the podcast down below. Give it five stars. Let me know what you love about the podcast. That's the best way that you can spread the good news. That's the best way that you can get this podcast out to the world. And that is the best way that you can say thank you to me is just leaving a review. uh, And that lets the world know that that people are actually listening to this podcast. And so thank you if you've already done that. And I'm excited to get into this episode. But before that, if you haven't yet, make sure that you guys check out Theos University. This is the best way to learn about scripture. I know that you guys are wanting to learn more about the Bible because I have conversations daily with you guys about it. This is the best way to learn topical and just really get a good foundation. Sometimes you don't know what's good information or not, but Theos University gives a really, really good holistic view of scripture. And covers so many different topics. Any topic that you can think of is they probably have a video on it and they come out with new videos monthly. So make sure that you guys check that out. You can click the link in the show notes down below in the description and it'll take you to Theos U where you can get a free trial and just try it out. Just try it out. I promise you that you guys will love it. So without further ado, get your hearts and your minds ready for today's episode. Tattoos is a subject that's generally pretty divisive when it comes to Christians. Either people are totally for it or people are totally against it. So is it okay to have tattoos or is it a violation of God's word? We're going to discover that in this video. And what we're going to do is we're not going to take any opinions into the scenario. We're going to look at God's word because as believers, it really doesn't matter what you believe or what I believe or what Thomas believes or what Sherry believes, but what matters is we are living according to scripture. And if you love living according to God's word and you want that to be for your life, make sure that in the comments you type, I'm led by God. There are so many different things that want to grab your attention in today's world, but we have to be laser focused on, okay, what does scripture say and how does God want me to order my life? And I promise you, if you do that, then there will be a lot more peace in your soul about how you're living your life and where you're going. That's what brings clarity to our lives is when we live in alignment with God's word. So we're going to be looking at tattoos and what the Bible says about it and what the Bible doesn't say about it. And I'm going to give my understanding of what scripture says. Now you're more than welcome to disagree with me because this is what some would say an open-handed issue. Now, there's close-handed issues and open-handed issues, and close-handed issues are matters of salvation or the Trinity or, or core doctrinal beliefs that separate Christians from other people, but open-handed beliefs are open to interpretation. So if we disagree, I don't hate you. Okay, if we disagree, you're all good with me, but this is my understanding of what the Bible says about tattoos. So let's just start with the biggest argument against tattoos, which comes from Leviticus 19.28. So Leviticus 19.28 says this, do not cut your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. Now, at first glance, this looks like a, hey, gotcha. It says it right there, Spencer, do not tattoo your bodies. So therefore, nobody can get tattoos. Now, if you just glance at it, yes, that is kind of what it says is, oh, don't get tattoos. 
However, when we are reading the Bible, guys, it is important to understand context. It's important to understand what's going on around the verse that we're talking about because a lot of us, unfortunately, will misinterpret scripture because we don't have the proper context. I'll explain it like this. Last week, my wife was watching a show that she likes and she's in like season four of it. Well, I come down, I've never seen the TV show before, but I'm eating some food and I'm sitting by her. So I just decide to, you know, tag along and watch with her. But then I started asking a million questions. I'm like, wait, who's that? Wait, who's that guy? Oh, okay. Are, are those two friends? Oh, those two don't like each other. Why does that guy not like each other? Is that the good guy or the bad guy? That guy seems rude. Is he actually nice? And I can tell my wife is like, dude, shut up. You know, like stop talking. You, why are you trying to come into the middle of a series and try and understand everything based off of 20 minutes of watching? And that's the same exact thing that some Christians do is we'll just open up the Bible. We'll read a couple of verses and we'll input our own meaning into the scripture. And that is not the correct way to interpret scripture. Scripture means what it means. It doesn't mean what we want it to mean. So let's just talk about Leviticus 19.28 for a second. We have to understand what is God trying to say in this and why is he saying it? Context matters. If you believe that, then type context matters in the comments right now. So number one is they are living in a time right now in ancient culture where cutting yourself and marking yourself was a mark of pagan ritual. What does that mean? All it means is that people that didn't worship God and worshiped false gods, lowercase g, they would actually cut themselves and they would mark their bodies to show everybody, hey, I am worshiping this God. Now, what others would do is they would actually put deep cuts in themselves and that was in order to give lifeblood, quote unquote, lifeblood to dead relatives. It was a form of witchcraft and sorcery. And so there were a lot of pagan roots when it came to marking yourselves on your body. Now, God told the people of Israel, hey, you are not to conform to this world. You are to stand out. And if you are going to stand out, you can't have tattoos on your body because if people see tattoos on you, they're going to be saying, oh, you, John, I see you have a tattoo on your body. You must be worshiping the fertility God. Oh, Susan, that's a nice little mark on your arm. You must be worshiping this God. <laughs> that's not the case. So God was saying, guys, you can't have tattoos on your body because culture right now is going to look at that and think that you're worshiping a God other than me, but you need to worship me. And this is a big separation of culture then and culture now, because let me ask you, if you're walking down the street and you look across and you see a dude with a arm sleeve tattoo, do you think, oh, he must be worshiping a pagan God? No, because tattoos have no real cultural significance in today's world. I mean, people be getting ducks on their thighs and random things on like it doesn't have any cultural significance in that it's not making an overtly obvious statement by people having tattoos. People get tattoos for so many different reasons, and we'll get to that in a second. But I'm just saying that culturally... We have to understand that tattoos don't mean that you're worshiping a false god. Back then, people didn't get tattoos for fun. There were no tattoo parlors, right? People got tattoos as a message to everybody that would see that in a, in a declaration to the world of this is what this tattoo means. That's not what today's world means. So that's the separation between back then and now. God said, don't be conformed to what the world is doing. And here's another example actually from the New Testament is in 1 Corinthians 11, 5 through 6. 
Paul commands women to have head coverings on. Now, that's because this was written, 1 Corinthians, in the town of Corinth. And what was happening in Corinth is there were a lot of pagan god worship. And the way that they worshiped gods is they would actually go sleep with prostitutes. And prostitutes were the only women that wouldn't wear head coverings walking around the city. So if you were a man or a woman that wanted to worship a false god, you would be looking for these women without head coverings because those were the prostitutes in the temples that you would go to in order to worship this false god. So Paul was saying, hey guys, you probably should be wearing head coverings because if you don't, then people are going to assume that you are worshiping this false god and you are in alignment with this pagan god when no, 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 we are to be transformed by Christ, not conformed to the world. It's the same cultural significance. Now today, if women aren't wearing head coverings, you don't assume that they're prostitutes. At least I hope that you don't, right? Because there's different cultural significance and different meaning within the text. So context was, this was a ceremonial law that God gave to his people to say, hey, if people see you doing this, they're going to associate it with this and therefore you can't be partaking in that. And let's just go down this rabbit trail because if we're going to be including context, we have to include the verses before 1928 because it's not just tattoos and cutting the, yourself that God prohibited. There was also, let's read this. It says, you shall not eat anything with the blood, nor shall you practice divination or soothsaying. You shall not shave around the sides of your head, nor shall you disfigure the edges of your beard. So if you are dying on the hill of Leviticus 19.28 says that we can't get tattoos, so we can't today, then I hope that you're also never eating a steak or also never cutting your hair. Because those are equal laws that God gave. Now, why did God give those laws? Because back then in culture, people that would eat meat with blood or anything with blood were doing so as pagan worship. And people that were shaving sides of their heads and cutting their hair and trimming their beard were doing so for pagan worship. Now, if you look at a clean cut dude today, you're not assuming that he's worshiping Satan doing that. And if you look at somebody eating a ribeye, you're saying, oh, that looks pretty good. You're not saying, whoa, that guy is doing that as an act of worship to false gods. This is the difference. And we have to understand the difference when we understand the heart of God and why he gave certain laws that he gave. So I think it's okay to conclude that tattoos are not inherently bad. Okay, it doesn't mean that every tattoo is good. We're going to get to that in a second. But I don't think that scripture shows anything in the matter of, hey, every tattoo is bad because we have to understand that cultural difference. Now, the question is what tattoos are good and what tattoos are not. In 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, it says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? who is in you, whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. So we have to ask ourselves a question. What does honoring God mean? It means that in everything that we do, we are to honor God, to show him glory, to lift his name up. This means delighting with what he delights with and speaking out against what he disagrees with. So part of that is, okay, can tattoos honor God? Well, I might be a little biased here because I literally have a tattoo on my bicep. And this tattoo, it's an A and a G. So what's that? That's actually my wife's nickname. Her nickname is AG. And I got it on my bicep because in my opinion, Adrian, aside from my relationship with the Lord, obviously, is the most important thing in my life. And God 
is trusting me with her. And I think our marriage honors God. I want the whole world to know that I'm married to her. I want the whole world to know how much I love her and, and how much I honor her. And because of that, we are one and she is a part of me. And I just wanted to get that tattoo. Um, it's the only tattoo that I have, but it's the tattoo that's on my arm. And I think that tattoo honors God because it's something that God cares about. It's something that he looks at and, and delights in. And because of that, I want to rejoice with what God rejoices with. And I want to celebrate with what God celebrates with. So I have AG on my arm. And I think that can be the same for a lot of different tattoos. Now, obviously, if you have a tattoo that goes against God's word and something that is sinful or something that promotes something sinful, then that's not an okay tattoo to have. But it's not because of the tattoo itself. It's because of the messaging and the heart behind the tattoo. So discovering what tattoos are okay and not is a matter of discernment and a matter of wisdom from the Holy Spirit to recognize, okay, is this honoring God or is it not? And I would just give advice to anybody, whether they're a Christian or not, that tattoos are very permanent. So you should obviously be thinking a lot about whether you should put that on your body or not. But I would say that tattoos are not inherently sinful because Leviticus 19.28 doesn't stand up as an argument of tattoos themselves, obviously, and the New Testament just talks about honoring God. So we have to discern for ourselves whether a tattoo is good and that honors God or whether it's not. Now, you can disagree with me all you want, and that's totally fine. That's just my opinion on what the Word of God actually says and what it means. So I hope this brought clarity to your understanding of tattoos. Again, if you haven't left a review for the podcast, make sure that you leave a review of five star and I'll see you guys next time on The Future Is Now.